Hey, neighborhood, your feedback and support goes a long way in helping NAI grow and provide the ultimate wrestling fan experience. That's right, and now there's even more ways to take part in the community. Just head to Patreon.com today and search for New Age Insiders. Everyone is loving their rewards, and new exclusive content is coming all the time. And with plans starting as low as $2 a month, any support is appreciated and goes a long way towards enhancing the New Age Insiders experience. Once again, visit Patreon.com, search New Age Insiders, and take advantage of the new rewards today. Now, this is good old JR Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer, and you're listening to the New Age Insiders. This is the New Age Insiders Wrestling Show. Hey, this is Cody Rhodes, the Prince of Pro Wrestling, and you are listening to New Age Insiders. With your host, Jason Maltov. We watch wrestling to enjoy. If you're not enjoying it, why are you watching? Liam Stryker. If I told you once, I told you a thousand times. Storytelling, storytelling, storytelling. And Bill Neville. Unpredictability is the answer. When wrestling's unpredictable, it's at its best. This is Warbeard Hansen. This is Johnny Mundo. This is Donovan Dijak. Say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall. This is Mean Gene Okerlund. This is Zach Ryder. Hi, this is Howard Finkel. I'm Bill Goldberg, and the New Age Insiders are next. Five, four, three, two, one, liftoff. Well, this is both inappropriate and appropriate. Are we doing karaoke at a bachelorette party? Yeah, indeed. Okay. Uh, what's Funaki's here? Funaki says we're going to WrestleMania. I should have pulled up the words first. And I'm going to bring Captain Lou Albano. And girls, they want to have fun. That's a uh, tough note to hit for old Jason Malta. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did pretty good. Sound like Kippy's truck. Wanna, yeah. I'm gonna say a little prayer. Say a little prayer? Yeah. Right before you went out there, I said a little prayer. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, I know. And then right before, and then you did your second your second set. And right before you went out there, I said a little prayer. Oh, you did? I did. Oh, thanks. I know. I know. Okay, that's a yeah. 20, wow. that's a twenty-year-old SNL skit and a thirty-five-year-old song. <laughs> yeah, to start off, but by a thirty-one-year-old man, a show with the word "new age" in it. Oh yeah, kicks off with thirty-year-old references and Kerry Strug, who was kind of a deep cut even twenty years ago. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, you really had to be into the uh, into the Olympics or Chris Kattan. Because it's or, a Chris Kattan joke. I think it's yeah. even, an even deeper. We go we go farther and farther away from the mainstream the more yeah. we peel back the layers of this That's thing. That's very true. Uh, but we definitely appreciate you guys listening live. We hope that you got an opportunity before the show uh, to check out our interview with Jim Smallman, the owner of Progress Wrestling. Uh, we got a chance to get Jim in the line. He's over in the UK, so we yeah. had to work out all sorts of times, times. To, get to, to schedule something. Yeah. And so we made it work last night or Monday night, right? We made yeah. it work Monday night. And we thought, wow, this thing went basically an hour. Yeah. How about we treat it as like a pre-show to the show? And we saw people out there listening live, and uh, it seems like you guys got a kick out of it. Callie liked it for whatever her stupid opinion is worth. So, um, so <laughs> there you go. Um, Very brutal. Car- yeah. <laughs> and, uh, brutal. And, Going uh, in hard. Yeah, right away. Feeling hot tonight. It is 150 degrees in our studio. So it is. And we warm and subscribe, um, to, uh, subscribe to Patreon because uh, we can get an air conditioner. Yeah, Patreon. studio. Patreon.com slash New Age Insiders. Uh, New Age Insiders.com. You can be a Patreon today. Uh, after this episode, we are recording Be Heard. 
delivered. So to all yeah. the Patreons that have been like, where is it? We want it. Yeah, Thank you for caring that much. Yes. And it's coming. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing that tonight. Uh, so that's coming. Um, and there's five exclusive episodes every single month, including Be Heard, that you guys handcraft and become a part of. Uh, there's daily rewards. There's special Raw and SmackDown bonuses and pay-per-view bonuses. Yeah, if you pay enough, I'll give you my phone number. There you go. That is an offer not on the table for me. We've got to talk about it. Let's, let's open discussion. It's going to be Pawn Stars. You have to earn it. Yeah, you're going to come yeah. with an offer. I'm going to come with an offer. We'll figure the whole thing out. Yeah, right. But there are a bunch of people out there that may already have our phone number. We see you guys listening live. We see Jedi. Uh, we see Colby. We see Maddie. We see Liam is listening live. That's nice. I am. Uh, we see. <laughs> I am. We that's, see, that's true. We see Dylan and Luke and Brandon and Edward Sharp, uh, who was a birthday boy not that long ago, and even Callie, who we can smell from here. But we do love <laughs> to a million pieces, and I mean that. Callie is the best <laughs> and the worst all at the same time. And has a birthday coming up the, oh it's in august right yeah can i tell you a funny story so callie invited me to her birthday party and i was yeah. like laughed out loud at her no not because i don't like her not because yeah. i don't find her to be a delightful girl like i hope people know that the reason i kid with, around with callie so much is because i'm very irish and i kid around with the people i like if i kid around with you a right. lot i probably like you a lot kind of idea right yeah but callie's like, like chip right exactly we love chip he is a human right he is well he is a human Whoopee, banana peel whoopee cushion <laughs> but he yeah. is, you know but right but it's it's all love but with Callie, she's like will you come to my 16th birthday party i'm like oh absolutely not <laughs> and she's like why i'm like because you're turning 16 years old the last time i hung out with 16 year olds i was 17 and i felt a little weird not going now yeah because, not double the age because guess not double not double. Not close enough. Not now. Double her age right now. I'm God not, damn it. She's still 15. Well, it's like, they, and I'm like, no, Callie, with all the love in the world, I'm not going to be that guy. It's like, how do you know Callie? It's like, sometimes we drive alone to long distances to shows. And we met on the internet. And we met yeah. on the internet. Yeah. yeah, that's what you start And her with. mom just drops her off at my house, and then we go to a wrestling <laughs> yeah. show. Sounds like our Kelly. Yep. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot. Sometimes. No sometimes <laughs> I show up at her house, and she comes out, and then I drop her off at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, oh, wow. right. And then everybody. He just goes home and doesn't ask questions. Yeah, and that is so much harder to explain to someone's random aunt. That was that was one of the times where I had we had some time, and I'm like, Callie, I have to come in and, and meet your mom because it's weird that this yeah she's stranger I met her mom yeah I met her mom delightful woman yeah delightful she is. Woman. good stuff she loves me good stuff yeah. wink wink Callie's mom good stuff. <laughs> wink wink oh yeah Ooh. uh Aww. but yeah that's uh, i was like you know i'm not going to your birthday party are you crazy <laughs> absolutely crazy. not no way are you crazy absolutely there's no way i'm going to a sweet 16 party like absolutely not i haven't been to the sweet 16 what if it's um, a super sweet 16 yeah if it was if it's no. super it's on the table i'm gonna go to a sweet 16 party in that ironic way where your birthday is february 29th and you're actually turning like 64 and we throw you one you know what i mean because you're <laughs> old i'll go to that one and like yuck it up but an actual one absolutely not i'm i'm showing up with a bmw yeah yeah but what if they wanted a maserati then uh, you're the bad person I'm the asshole you're a bad person for getting the wrong luxury car what a good show america's yeah. doing great thanks i don't me. think it's on the air anymore believe it or not we are the wrestling radio awards 2018 live show of the year and we will talk about pro wrestling um but thank you and matt king says Kelly is the best person here Kelly is the best person debatable Kelly is both the best and the worst person here and we're really putting over this one listener as 15 different countries turn <laughs> in to be like i don't even know who Kelly is we're going to talk about wrestling. Uh, there is a lot to talk about in the world of pro wrestling uh, because I guess the, the the Raw is okay. SmackDown this week was good. And I think SmackDown's trending in the right direction, especially Randy Orton. Randy Orton's trending in the right direction. Yeah. But one yeah, because Randy Orton's back and he cares. Yeah, that promo was good. Where mm. Randy Orton's like, screw all of you. <laughs> like, the best Randy Orton promos are the ones where he's yeah. like, I think everything here is so 
dumb. Yeah, right. And no one right. talks about it. Like, like basically that promo was like, Jeff Hardy looks so fucking stupid. Why doesn't anybody talk about this? <laughs> yeah, he looks right. so dumb. He got paint everywhere and he's flailing he's his stupid. arms. Right. He's got eyelids on his eyeballs. You guys stole too sweet from Hall and Michaels. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, what is everybody's so dumb except me? I'm the only non-stupid one here. Why don't you clap for me more? You know what yeah, I mean? Right. And with this guy, it just seems yes. to bubble up. And we think like Randy Orton doesn't care. But inside it is eating him alive. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? To the point where he just returns and is like, oh, I've been an all-time promo cooking now. <laughs> yeah, you know I've what been I mean? working on it for six months. The only thing that's not stupid in wrestling is me. Yeah. Why doesn't anybody see that? Yeah. You know what I mean? My RKO's awesome. But that's the best Randy Orton there is, where yes. he's just like, oh, man. Right, like, like even when he was like doing his program with Daniel Bryan like four years ago, he was so much cooler about it than everybody else. He's like, Daniel, no way. Yeah. You're little. I'm tall. Triple H taught me. Yeah. Go away. Yeah. You know right, what I mean? Right. And it was just, right. it was almost like convincing. It was almost like even oh, Daniel Bryan was like, yeah, ah, yeah that's all, those are a lot of solid points. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I will give up. I'll go join the Wyatts. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. I'll go be their janitor or something. Whatever he was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, <laughs> he did. He looked like the guy that worked at the prison that wasn't in the prison. Yeah. But might have been in the prison. Yeah. He, yes. He should have been in the prison, but it was like a work release thing. Daniel Wyatt, those, that awful week of our life where we had to yeah. get through that. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Brian Bradshaw is listening live, and I believe Brian's listening in the UK, which means it's an ungodly time for you to be listening to a podcast like live, midnight. so thank you for doing that. And uh, ni- nice new ink. Congratulations on your uh, Hyrulean piece. It's uh, it's oh. awesome, man. Congratulations. Very fun. Now it's time to talk to wrestling. To talk to wrestling. We have wrestling on the line. Is he there? <laughs> uh, yeah. maybe, maybe wrestling's bow, a girl. Is, bow, she, bow, is, yeah, is, re- is wrestling there? Maybe she's a girl. I don't want to be sexist. Maybe. It uh, is this week. You can't sign genders. Tell me all your thoughts on God, because I really want to meet her... <gasps> what did Dishwalla just blow your mind? Anyway, wow. uh, so we're just hitting where all we of these here? '90s deep cuts. Wrestling might be a woman. God might be a woman. This pay per view is going to be a woman. It's evolution, baby. And Randy Orton was in evolution. We tied it together. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, really glad we ultimately got there. We tied it. We got there. This is all a plan. I promise, guys. We this is a, uh, this show's already off the rails. We had a th- it's not a solid week. We had a through line. <laughs> yeah, we sure. Got there. Um, I'm excited for for evolution and i there's also is is it because it's a mystery yeah (laughs) past present future batista evolution like that was my favorite part where it's like thank you bill right like rick flair is the past yeah triple h is the present right randy orton's the future and 33 year old batista's here too (laughs) yeah right you know what i mean where it's like you're not the present because you just started you're not the future because you're 33 yeah we got the old guy yeah that did stuff I know. You're just here. You're just here. It's just well, because wasn't it supposed to be Sean Stasiak? It was supposed to be Chris Hero. The, and they were supposed to protect CM Punk. That's right. But then yeah. the whole thing fell apart. Yeah, and they had Roman Reigns. And we had to sign. It all led to Roman Reigns ruining your life. Yeah. You're right. That's how we got here. I remember. It Roman Reigns was in Evolution. Yep, Cassius Ono was supposed to be. Yeah. And then they were But gonna, then we had to make Roman look strong. Yeah, and they were going to help Punk. And that was going to be the big payoff. Yeah. Was they were going to evolve. Yeah. And that was going to be the new, um, we're going to do a cross brand. It was going to be the new flavor of Pepsi. It's going to be uh, Pepsi Evolve. Ooh, and very And CM fun. Punk was going to be the first sponsor. And then yeah. the whole thing fell apart. It did. Because he had to go fight in the UFC. Yep. And a dragon. And then Tess died. Oh. That happened first. <laughs> that might have happened first. Anyway. <laughs> There is a there is something worth celebrating, and, and honest to God, uh, it is. I think this is a major accomplishment for WWE. The reason that I laugh is because we're going to wind up talking about a bunch of people having a negative reaction to this somehow. Yeah. But I don't want to talk about them first. No, because I want to start off with the positive. Things. Exactly. This is awesome. 
this is a step in the right direction. Yeah, if you need to hear it, yep. TNA did one in like 2013. We'll get there. I uh, got thoughts. Shimmer, Glow. Mm-hmm. There, there's a there's another wrestling promotion that I think did one in 1991. Um, relax. Yeah. WWE didn't do it first. They were never going to do it first. And semantics aside, hey, I don't know if you know this, but uh, New Japan doesn't have women at all. So. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. It never booked a women's match, and no one seems to give them any crap, do they? Yeah. Amazing. It's almost like you just want to hate on WWE when, like, and I, I there's so many things yeah, about we WWE. Got, let's go positive first. There's so many things about WWE I don't like, too. But if we only talk about that, then nothing gets done. Right. Um, so this is a major milestone. And so we talk about it a lot, that the way that things progress and they evolve, haha, it happens kind of one thing at a time. And then you sort of look back and you go, wow, look how many steps we've taken, right? It's almost harder to notice the individual steps as opposed to, like, looking back at the landmarks and how far in the rearview mirror they become and all those things. And so they've had a lot of landmarks. They've main evented a pay-per-view. They've done Hell in a Cell. They've done a hardcore match. They've done a Royal Rumble. They've done a Women's Battle Royal at WrestleMania. Yep. They've been all these firsts. And I don't even know if a lot of people, like, even put this on the table, really, when talking about what are the firsts and left-to-dos. Right. But now they're getting, I think it's twofold. One, it's a great PR move. And two, it's a Mia Copa for Saudi Arabia. Yeah. But no matter what it, the reason is... I'm going to choose to go down the route of giving WWE credit for doing it. Right. Again, is it the most altruistic thing where it's really just a big kumbaya and women's rights circle? No, that's short-sighted and naive. But they're doing it, so let's be happy that they're doing it. Well, I think that this is a smart move because at the end of the day, this is what's ultimately going to... This is going to be the benchmark as to whether or not we can do a women's... Uh, main event at WrestleMania. Yeah, this is uh, that's that's the direct correlation, right? Because does it sell out? How do the you know? Right. I don't know how they gauge ratings anymore, but how does it well, do compared to? The, yeah, how does it do compared to other pay per views? Exactly. Where does it sit? You know, how, what's the attendance like? What's the fan reaction? What's does it trend online? Yeah, does it trend online? You know, so this is going to be the first step in getting a women's main event at WrestleMania, and yeah. I think that that's that's the biggest takeaway because. In a world where we don't have to do $50 pay-per-views. And shouldn't. And shouldn't. And shouldn't. um, Having just a $10 show that you can just put on, right? At any given time, WWE can roll out the cameras and make it a, a network special. Yep. At any time. And it's already included in your nine ninety nine that you pay for the network. And it's a full-fledged pay-per-view. And it's a full it's their f- October programming, right? Right. That, that's, yes. Because they, they canceled the one the show that was in Boston. It was a TLC. To, uh-huh. Yep. Yep. And here so let's I was gonna bring this up a little bit later, but we're talking about it now, so let's bring it up now. One of the so there's all the kumbaya reasons and all the good things and all the PR and all the really awesome, genuinely awesome steps for women that are part of the conversation. And then over here, if you don't want to be, if you want to just kind of look at it a different analytical way, WWE offers way too much content. It's way too much. Way too much. Way too much. So what was the pay-per-view going to be? TLC? Yes. So what? We already had an Extreme Rules with one Extreme Rules match. What are we going to have a TLC with one ladder well, match? Well, right. And, that's it. And who cares? And so... Or, s- or they're going to do that dumb thing like they did a few years ago where it's going to be a tables match, a ladders match, a chairs and match. A stairs Dil- Dylan, match. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan Stallone's favorite stairs match. Um, but so you're going to drop some, who cares? Pay-per-view, some meaningless, nothing pay-per-view, right? Because here's how this works, right? You know what happens, you know, around Friday at two o'clock, you get that I'm done working feeling, you know what I mean? 
WWE gets that feeling about a month and a half to two months before an actual important thing. Right. Did you notice how June was pretty lackluster oh, for this company? Sucked. Because they're gearing up for SummerSlam about two months away, right? Right, and they didn't really kick into gear until this week. Right. Notice how there's this lull in programming before WrestleMania because we're focusing on the thing that's about two months away, right? Yeah. Well, around October, November, guess what's two months away? The Royal Rumble that sets up WrestleMania. So guess how important TLC 2018 was going to be? Zero. Zero importance. 0.0 importance. The only thing, the only bad, the only negative of canceling TLC this year is that you shouldn't have canceled it. You should have just replaced it. Right, because Boston would have been a good crowd for it. Aren't they going to New York, though? It's like Long Long Island, but it's still still a a bigger market. And because I understand that they probably thought there's a chance this thing doesn't sell out, which is right. a poor reflection. But at and the New same, York area gives them a better chance to. But at the same time, I want to say that the garden's not big. Boston would have sold. The that. Boston Garden is not big. People would have showed up because a Boston's a great wrestling town. B people would have been there to support Sasha Banks and whatever she was doing. And C Ronda Rousey's going to be there, and there would have oh. been so many people that just wanted to be part of history. Right. Well, and that's the thing is, and I said this too, and it was just like you know, for all of the. The cool, like, hey, I want to be here because I have female wrestling fan friends that are like, I really want to go to this. I really, really want to be a part of this. And there are, you know, enough people in Boston because Boston's that town that would have been like, WWE's putting on a all-women's wrestling match. Yep. I need to be there even though I've never watched wrestling before. Yeah, one year, um, Ronald Reagan, the Republican candidate for president, uh, won 49 states. He won 49 of them. Guess which state he didn't win? Massachusetts. Right. The most liberal march in the street. Yeah. Everybody, it's this weird, weird thing where Boston has this terrible stigma of racism. And look, if, you're, if you've come to Boston and somebody said something terrible to you, I'm not going to be like, no, they didn't. They might have, and that sucks. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm telling you is, do you also notice that when there was like, that anti-Nazi rally we had a couple months ago, <laughs> yeah. and the town shut down. So many people showed up to be like, Nazis, no. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So you can say what you want about Boston, but it is a liberal, PC, right. <clears throat> human rights, very, very, very blue state. You know what I mean? And so that would that son of a bitch would have sold out. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but beyond that... Um, no, maybe that happened to Nixon too. But look, look it up. That like literally, Reagan won like forty nine states and not Massachusetts because it was because we're silly. Um, yeah. But anywho, um, this is one of those milestones because again, do I think it's kind of a makeup for Saudi Arabia? Yeah, I do. But hey, there's two. I mean, I also, guess in just in general, though, real quick, just in general, you could take two paths. You can either jump on them and be like, oh, you went to Saudi Arabia and you didn't invite the blah, or you could be like, yep, they did. They made that choice and they went. You know what? We're going to get you back, and they did. Right. Why can't we talk about it in that light? Why can't I we talk about it like they're doing the right thing now? Well, that's the other thing. It's just, hey, look, here's the deal. You're 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 doing the pay per view, right? I don't care when you do it. Just do it. And you're doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, I, you're losing TLC 2018. Don't care. Where AJ Styles would have pinned Rusev again or for something. For no reason. And no one would have cared. And you would have, it would have been a, well, because what is it? What's the September pay-per-view? Is it They're how? all co-branded now. Right. But but that's what I'm saying. It's like, what's the September pay-per-view? Because SummerSlam's in August. Yeah. So we're going to have a do-nothing pay-per-view in September. And then we're going to have a do-nothing pay-per-view in October. It would have been. And now you actually care. And now you actually care. Um, this is, I think it's cool. Like, Here's an interesting question. 
Um, here's an interesting question. Less is more. About DC Matthews. Shout out to, credit to DC. It was a DDT question. Shout out to Doc and DC. Um, he said, would they have done this? And I'll ask you and Bill. Would they have done this if they didn't have Ronda Rousey at their disposal? Ooh. I no, I don't think so. I don't so. think so. I, I lean so. toward no too, I, but I don't rule I it don't out. Think, I don't think, here, let me rephrase that. I don't think that WWE would have replaced a quote-unquote pay-per-view yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. But right they call. would have created, a, they might have created an event. Like a network special. Like a network special. Okay. Right. Like and sort of, and sort of like the Greatest Royal Rumble. Right. It's exactly. It's a weird semantics thing. Yeah. It's a weird semantics thing, but that's the way I would see it, especially because all these pay per views are on the network. Yeah, and I see. And there is a difference. There is a difference between the the May Young Classic. Yeah, the Saudi Arabia thing. It's like Starcade. That didn't even hit TV. Yeah. Like if they televised Starcade, and they didn't do that. That's probably a good barometer right there, because I, I tend to think that they probably really kicked the idea around, but having Ronda Rousey makes it a much easier yes, yeah. is how I would think the direction went for them. Yeah. Um, the, what do you, have they announced? They have announced nothing for this, correct? Nope. No, no matches. Correct. What would, you, what would your main event for this thing be if you got to book it? Uh, you know what? I would, it depends on which route I would, you or they would go. If you go, go champion versus champion at the end, I think that that could be pretty fun, Okay. Um, where it's... Oh, no, because it's Carmella. Hopefully it'll be Oscar at the time. Because, <laughs> you know what? Never mind, don't do it. Uh, here's a little piece of inside info that's really not inside info anymore, but we told our Patreons days ago, because that's another reason you could be on yeah. Patreon, is when we find out this cool information, we give it to them. Uh, because we don't want to put out spoilers, and uh, sometimes our sources are like, hey, don't tell people this. And so we wait, and then we uh, tell private people. <laughs> what? Uh, and they, I, we got a message six days ago, less than a week, yeah. but more than like four or five days ago, um, saying that the women's tag titles, the quote was, tag titles are done, strap is white. So the women's tag team championships are done. Yeah. The straps are going to be white is what we were told. Who right. knows? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? That's the quote we've got. That will be the main event of this pay-per-view, yeah. or it will be the... Th- I would su- I'd really be surprised if they debuted these titles and they didn't main event. Like, they weren't the closer. Right, Like probably. how the Dusty Rhodes classic thingy closes the show because it's a big trophy thingy. Yeah, right. Right? Tr- yeah. Um, so, okay, so let's put it this way. Let me ask you two questions, Bill and Leon. Mm-hmm. Two questions. If it's not the tag match, what would you have the main event be? Something if it with... is the tag match, who who would you have be the first tag team champions? Um, I mean, I think the easy answer for who the first tag team champions are is Bailey and Sasha Banks. Uh, it gives two fan bases that have been starved for anything, uh, you know, because they're two nonsensical fan bases to the level of Roman Reigns fandom. Um, and I would do that. I would have them win it to end the night in a big, huge pop yay cheer. Do you and think this friendship will last that long till the end of October? I think so. I think that this is the plan. Are well, you? Oh, so they're also lesbians. Am I allowed <laughs> to be painfully disappointed that we did all this and now we're going to get to Brooklyn and they're not going to fight if they don't? Yep. Because I was told that this story is so long and so painful and so drawn out is because they're going to fight in Brooklyn on the soil that gave them their best match and put them on the map, right? It's going to be a Brooklyn, like, look, you did it in NXT, now you're going to do it in the WWE. Yeah, right, yep. If they don't now... Yeah, no. Am I not allowed to be like super disappointed in yeah. the last like three months of their programming? Because yes. then, if they're doing this, it's another two months. Yeah, because this yeah. is because 
Boo. Yeah, that's... that's <laughs> Sorry, boo. Yeah, they love each other now. Right, and not only that, but even if we wanted them to have them fight at SummerSlam, they could make up by October. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what? Oh, this bot. I don't know. I just... Yeah. The yeah. Sasha Bailey thing has been so drawn out and felt like it should have started... It felt like one of two... It felt like it should have ended at WrestleMania, and instead, it, it started way before WrestleMania to not finish at the thing I thought we were finishing at. Yeah. Just weird. It's weird. I don't want them to win those tag team titles because it's a waste of all of our time. The clear and obvious answer for the best first women's tag team champions are James Ellsworth and Carmella because then everyone will hate everything forever. Oh, God, yeah. God and almighty, I just want don't everyone even consider to be that. Because I want, people well, online, I want people online to complain so much no, and don't. ignore Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler for a goddamn clock and then they yeah. get James Ellsworth winning women's stuff. So you guys lose yeah. because you chanted Good day. for you chanted, Good day, sir. You chanted for a clock and yeah. so you are you um, get nothing. The thing is is I just what is the plan with the tag titles? That's the only thing that that's always kind of weirded me out about right. this is are you going to have two sets of women's tag God, titles? They, they can't. I hope not. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know. You're going to get to the point where they better just scrap Night of Champions. Because every pay-per-view is only going to be able to have title matches because you have so many titles. Right. Well, and titles are going to get start getting left off again. They have to. They're going to start. Or everything will be... You've got to scrap Night of Champions because that gimmick is now all we do. Right. Because if now we have... Let's do Which the, math out, let's do the math out loud. Technically, I know it's a big running joke, but technically we have a universal title, a WWE title, yep. a United States title, an intercontinental title, Raw tag, SmackDown tag, Raw woman, SmackDown woman, cruiserweight champion... Yeah. Right. That so is, that's nine. We're at nine main roster titles. Right. Right. Am I missing any main roster no, titles? That's it. Nope. That sounds right. That's it. So it's main roster titles. Now we'll have a SmackDown. We'll have a women's tail. That is an even ten. A women's tag titles. Right. Yep. Exactly. Right there. And so we might be at ten. We might be at eleven. The average pay per view before they went to four hours was eight matches. Yeah. Right. And WWE in their system also wants you to care about an NXT, a North American, a women's, and a tag team championship. It's too many. That's, oh, that's and you missed one. The UK Championship. That is a thing that exists. Yep. And so we're talking between 10 and 16 total championships they need you and to get. Ric Flair won them all. Exactly. Yeah, right. They're all Ric Flair's former titles, and he gave he relinquished them and let them be different. Yes. Um, that's what happens if they get off of Ric Flair. They transform into a, a different belt completely. The, the difference, so Brandon Banks brings up a, uh, a good point in the chat he says i mean new japan has like a million titles too though and you're right but they don't have they have one roster they don't have two three four five rosters that's true but can i also i'll give brandon credit they have they, new japan has a lot of titles yeah like when we watch those specials i honest to god feel like every everything either ha is for a championship or involves a champion Right. Because New Japan has a IWGP heavyweight, two tag titles, an intercontinental title, the never a weight, which I still don't understand. And they uh, have light heavyweight. Right. Light heavyweight champion. The the, the the different varieties of never open weight. Champions. So they have they have a triple, a triples champion, a never open weight championship, uh, light heavyweight, regular heavyweight. 
and then Intercontinental. Uh, two tags and an Intercontinental. Okay, so there are seven championships. There are seven. And often the Ring of Honor stuff is involved in their shows, which they, you know, they've melted yeah, together a little uh, by bit. By that, it's mostly the Young Bucks carrying around titles. They do do that a lot. They do win a lot. Uh, speaking of winning titles, Fernando Valles should win a title right now. One of our fans, Fernando, just tipped us 20 bucks. Oh, oh Fernando, thank, thank you. you so much, man. Randall Calrissian, you're the man. <laughs> but Brandon does. It, Brandon's point's not lost on me. New Japan has a lot of titles. Yeah. And not, a, not to be fair, not 11 to 16, but a yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to get to the oh, point. Oh, and the U.S. So No, I said, the, oh, the, yeah, they have a new one now, too, the yeah, U.S. title. That's right. right. So the, we're going to get to the point now where the pay-per-views are just going to be for the for championships. Well, and again, this is part of my big issue that I've always had with this brand split, where it's just like, guys, you don't have enough roster to actually have me care about all this. Yeah, and the, the shame of it is, is that you know, we were watching SmackDown last night with the Patreons, and it just went by so fast. It was so great. Yeah. Because well, two hours. Because at 9.30, at 9.30, Raw is getting started. And yep. SmackDown's in the main event. Yeah. It's just a world difference. But I want to talk about the women. Because this is a big deal for them, and one of the things that they deserve to hear, and it's true, because it's not just rhetoric. Because as you heard last week when we talked about Hulk Hogan, and I hope if you've been listening the last four years, you know that the three of us are honest. We just try to be yeah. honest with you. And this isn't bull. When I tell you that the women have never let you down. The Hell in a Cell was very good. The hardcore match was very good. Don't ever do a kendo stick on a pole match again with any gender. That wasn't good. But come, yeah. on, but come on, that wasn't also it wasn't historic, right? Yeah. The Royal Rumble, I thought, was well-paced and, and fun for what they tried to oh, do. Oh, it was so good. The Women's Battle Royal was interesting. All these firsts that these women do and, and right. put on have been successful and have been good. So without rhetoric and without BS... What makes you think this pay per view is not going to be good? Right, and, all, and I'm the, excited to see Trish Stratus. They they did. Bill was right. They announced that they're going to have 50 women involved in this pay per view. Yeah, which means we're going to see Trish. We're going to see Lita. We're going to see Molly Holly. We're going to see Ivory. Everybody. We're going well, to see because I'm assuming there's going to be some sort of battle royal because they're going to try and shoehorn as many women as possible. A lot of multi person. And tags. that's and that's the biggest way to do it. Is look, we're going to get. As many women as we can in a battle royal. Yeah, that's how that's how WWE gets everybody on the shows now. And Trish Stratus um, will be there, and that's and, awesome. And the thing about this is, it's a it's a goes to show that because you're right, what it's a lot to ask these women to put on a pay per view alone, and that's why we're going to bring in Trish and we're going to bring in Lita because right. we do that kind of thing. Whatever, Rest, that's just what wrestling does. The Royal Rumble brings in people like the Hurricane too. We always fill gaps, and nostalgia the is king in this company. But the thing is, is like. What what deserves to be like really celebrated here is how deep the women's roster is for this company because right. like I said I talked about this on Maltov in the morning, but I really believe it's a point worth talking about. This company n- was never deep in the women's division more than maybe three or four deep. Yeah, because here's what you got to realize: Trish and Lita felt like a very big deal. Ivory did sometimes. Molly Holly did sometimes. And then you dust off somebody like for the Royal Rumble and who's going to be at this event too, I guarantee it, right? You bring out somebody like Tori Wilson and you go, women's wrestling icon, Tori Wilson. It's like, get the hell out of here. And then you this, think about it. This is the chick that got naked in Playboy twice and had a lesbian angle with Don Marie. <laughs> yeah. This is not a women's wrestling icon. She's just a famous former women's wrestling participant. <laughs> yes, yeah. So that is in no... And I'm not shitting on Tori Wilson, but what I'm telling you is... 
comparatively, if the depth chart went Trish, Lita, Ivory, Molly, Holly, Tori Wilson <laughs> rounds out the top five, yeah, right. you are in no way com- comparable to what we've got now, which is, in no particular order, Rousey, Charlotte, Banks, Bliss, Naomi, Bailey, Oscar, Oscar, Becky Lynch. Carmella is better than most I, of the people back then. I know then. I'm like in the minority, but I really, really like Dana Brooke. <laughs> Dana Brooke, Mickey James, Nia Jax, all these people that are legit. The iconics. Exactly. There are, and, and the people on their way up, Shayna Baszler is going to be a star. Ember yeah. Moon is going to be very good. Oh, I love Ember Moon. I love that finisher. And so if you look at just how deep they are now, comparatively, yeah, the fact that if we had to, let's say that we weren't going to bring in Trish, we weren't going to bring in Lita, yeah. it's going to be main roster and NXT women only, they could get it, they could pull this thing off. Yes. And that's a testament to them too. Look how many talented women well, there are at their disposal right now. That's the other, awesome. The other thing about this is it's going to be tight. And I don't mean, and I don't mean like in the women. I mean like, it's going to be hey tight. Like, hey like a tiger. Like a tiger. No, I mean more like uh, it's going to be a tight show. Right, this isn't gonna balloon like the men. Sh- like no, no, I called it the men. The main roster shows do. Yeah. Right. The idea is, is that I feel like this is gonna feel a lot more like a takeover. Sure. Right. I hope so. Where it's like, look, we're gonna get in, we're gonna get out. Yep. It's gonna be hard hitting. You're gonna love everything that we're doing, and we're gonna get out before we have enough time to give you something you don't care about. Yep. We're gonna move on. Yep. So you're so even if it's met because. It's some sort of stupid segment where Molly Holly's a part of the right to censor. Yep. Because I do feel like nostalgia stuff like that's gonna pop up. Uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna move on. Before you can hate it, we're gonna move on. I've got one request. Stacy Keebler. <laughs> I want to see Stacy Keebler. That would be awesome. Shout out to Colin. Uh, shout out to Magnum on Twitter. He actually brought this up, and I forgot that I completely... Uh, I, I read this the other day and completely forgot about it. But uh, Sky Sports did an, in a, an interview with Stephanie McMahon, and she says that you won't see tag straps for the uh, Evolution pay-per-view. Okay. Uh, she says, not quite yet, but that's something we've heard loud and clear from our fan base, and it's something we're keen on implementing as soon as we're able to. Well... Was the quote, are they ready now, or are they going to be at she the She says you will not see them at the Evolution paper. Okay, well, there you go. So they won't be, but so now we know that, so the main event won't involve those tag straps. It'll involve Charlotte. But it's kind of nice to know that they are, in <clears> fact, <throat> coming, and they are done. And yeah. if the strap is white, our guy just keeps not lying to us. Right. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So now, that being said, and just like I said, uh, good for them for being competent quality women that can put on this kind of show because right. seven years ago well because that's that, the thing if seven years ago you said we were going to do this and it was going to huh. involve Kelly Kelly and mud yeah. you know what I mean which is no. just it, it, you it know it would have been sexy here's the thing though guys like as somebody that grew up ogling Stacy Keebler in my teenage years too I understand but in modern WWE where they're just wearing underwear and falling down in mud I'm just going to say it there's better porn out there yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like if you're what if you get a kick out right. of watching like Mickey James like in <sighs> underwear from 2011, oh, yeah. it's like guys oh, yeah. when we were when we were in like 2000 2001 wasn't a thing. and porn wasn't sophisticated and stuff. Yeah, yeah I get it. Stacy Keebler was all my bells and whistles. I am with you. But now in 2013 yeah. to 2018, if you're like, oh man, I would I wouldn't give her one more bra and panties match. It's mm-hmm. like man. There is a world out there. There's a whole 
you could probably find that on a porn site. And it's is, weird because if you're creepy enough to be like, oh, I wish there was one more brown panties match, you probably know where all these sites are. Yeah, right. You're that guy. You or, know where the porn is. Or you've paid an independent wrestler to be in a brown panties match. Customs is the weirdest thing in it's the world. It's so weird. I'm not even going to get into that. But speaking of independent stars and women, Jordan Grace was on the show. <laughs> That's as, a, the weirdest segue. She was on the show just <laughs> last week. Make, last sure, week. You, make sure you check that out because she's done customs. She doesn't care. Yeah. Because she thinks you're weird. Yeah. She's like, yeah, will you like give her a leg drop and smell her hair? And she's like, yeah, for a hundred bucks, fine, you weirdo. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. She's like totally, she's just a cool girl. Uh, check out that interview with Jordan Grace. Uh, also a, a female wrestler. Jordan with a Y, not with a A. Like it's her. a Y-N-N-E. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, <laughs> I'm glad we got there. Uh, but, uh, but this is like, this is a real mark of accomplishment for these women. And it deserves to be, to be talked about. My main event, I would definitely, it's got to be Ronda Rousey. Uh, it's just a matter. Of I just don't. Whatever it is, I don't want Ronda versus Charlotte. No, and I don't think you're going to get it because I think that they're going to want you to unanimously want Rousey to win, and not yeah. even like think about splitting the crowd or making right. people tweeners or into ascension. There's also a good chance, and it's going to be super disappointing. But there is such a chance that it's like Rousey and Charlotte versus Bailey and Banks. Or something that gets everybody in there at the main event and protects, you know, because maybe they, I don't know. Rousey will also have worked a singles match or two by then, by October. So maybe she's in the main event by herself. Yeah. I would love it if it was Ron, if it was Ronda and Asuka. Just do it. You know what I mean? Because I don't feel like they're building to it, to be honest. So yeah. hell, just, this is a big enough pay-per-view. Just or you do know it. what would be fun? Charlotte versus Trish. They could do that, too. I wonder if Trish Stratus is willing to give you a one-on-one match that people are going to watch and pay attention to. I think if it's Trish, I need you to be in the main event of this all-women's pay-per-view. I don't think it's heart and desire. It's ability. Uh, Can 45-year-old Trish Stratus oh, yeah. give it to you? I'm, well, I'm honest. Well, I, don't, I, don't know the, the, I don't know the here's answer. Here's the other Maybe. thing. Here's yoga all the flipping time. Right. Here's the, uh, the answer that nobody actually really wants to hear, and that's Trish Stratus wasn't, like, phenomenal at this to begin with. No. She wasn't. So I've said that a million times. I'm not even apologetic about it. Right. If the greatest women's re- the reason that Charlotte is already the women the greatest women's wrestler ever is because I've been told this whole time it's that, Trish that the three greatest women of all time yeah. are some combination or one of these. It's either Moolah, it's Alundra Blaze, or it's Trish Stratus. So yep, Charlotte's already, already the best. Better. Already the best. Charlotte's already the best. And it's just like it's like Michael Jordan in like 1992. It's like, look, we're gonna have to keep going. And you're gonna have to. Yeah. But you're already the best. You're already yeah, you're the best. Already. We just got to. You're gonna play eight more years or whatever, and people know. Blah. You're already the best, and that's what Charlotte is. is. Because Charlotte, we'll go back. What's your favorite Alundra Blaze match, everybody? Oh, you don't have one like no one does. Yeah, you know what I mean. Trish Stratus. That thing with Tr- with Lita main eventing Raw was awesome, and they were both incredibly limited and. Right. Lita almost killed herself. Yeah. And Mula yes. lived at a time where it was just like, I put you in a headlock and you're done. And so that's... Yeah. And, and that video clip of Alunder Blaze dropping the title in the trash, that wasn't a match. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's just a cool thing that she regrets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. And so it's like, there. it's already it's already Charlotte. Right. And so you're right. It's like, is Lita, who is a Trish who was already like... Not I learned to do a handstand harakarana. It's like neat. I know all the moves. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? I wouldn't bet, I am, I wouldn't bet on I that. I could put <laughs> Hi, I'm Charlotte Flair and I could put on a classic with Seth Rollins. Yeah. And I oh, maybe she could. <laughs> she did 45 naked moonsaults for ESPN's body issue. Yeah, she could wrestle so, Seth Rollins. Unbelievable. Um, now I wanted to wrestle Seth Rollins. Really quick before we take a break. Yes. WWE did not do this first. 
Oh, but WWE God. is doing it. And for you to rub it in their face that it's just like TNA did it first, it's oh. like you're, you're great. WWE fans, you're the worst. Well, it's like because here's the thing. Yeah. If you were, and I said this to, I don't even know who they were. There was some. Well, it was Bully Ray said it. Well, it was all sorts of people have said it because this yeah. is what people do that just need to take every opportunity they can to crap on WWE. Here's the thing, and I've said this early in the show. There are so many reasons to crap on WWE. You need to pick your battles or you become white noise. Because if every time I click on your Twitter account, it's WWE breathed again, and I hate when they breathe. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what you are. You know what I mean? And so if it's wild to me that you can't just be like, WWE's women have come so far and right. worked their asses to the bone so they could go, but, hey, stop calling us divas, stop giving us a butterfly to fight for, stop making us wrestle in right. mud, start taking us seriously. Again, I said it, I said it in a tweet uh, that was circulating the past couple of days. You know, this is something pretty cool for a promotion that a couple years ago, from entrance to end bell, was a minute and a half. Yep. At, at WrestleMania 31, they've... There was a Divas champion, and the best wrestler on the roster was AJ Lee. Correct. Who you want to talk about, Trish and Lita, Alundra Blaze era? Same thing. AJ Lee was very good. She was not great. Everybody else just sucked. Yeah. You're talking about a time when, for the majority of the time, the best wrestler on that roster was was AJ Lee. Yeah, it was her and Paige, and that was about it. And well, for a long time, Paige wasn't even there. A long time. This a long time. Oh, she came up after thirty. She was at she was was at WrestleMania 31. But I'm talking about like a block of time where the best wrestler on the roster was AJ Lee, and the second best was Caitlyn, who are both okay. You know what I mean? And God love them. But let's be real, they were okay. And now that's WrestleMania 31. We're going into WrestleMania 35. Yep. Talking about the fact that they might main event. Yes. We're talking about a couple months after WrestleMania 34, just a few years later, where they have two real legitimate good-looking belts, where they're called superstars, where they've done basically everything the men, to, men have done. They, Money in the Bank briefcase, Royal Rumble, Hell in a Cell, right? Now they're getting their own pay Everything. Pay-per-view. WrestleMania 31 was in 2015. And yeah. now at WrestleMania 34, moving into 35, they are on another planet. Yes. You know what I mean? In another galaxy. This is like... Or this universe. Is, this is like the history of flight, where like in the, in the early 1900s, people were like gliding down the street in, in a wooden box. Yeah. And by the 50s, they were in commercial jumbo jets. Right. You know what I mean? It's like aviation, how it's like, how do we move that fast? And that's what the women... Aliens. And, yeah, that is the right answer. But... Um, but that's what these women deserve to hear. These women deserve to hear that they have put their money where their mouth, as they said, take us seriously, do it. The WWE did, so credit to them. And look what they've done in such a short bubble. They, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen yeah. such a drastic... Why do my headphones keep going nuts? I, I don't know. I'm uh, trying to figure it the out. Dra- the, I've never seen such a drastic shift in any aspect of wrestling yeah. in that short a time for the better. I've seen WCW fall on their ass in 18 months, but I've ne- <laughs> but I've never seen yeah. something this positive happen this fast. And it's awesome and they deserve to hear that. And WCW. I think the pay-per-view I think the pay-per-view is going to be good and again. If you're just like, well, cuz there was a person and you laid into him and I laid into him. He was just a TNA fan being like TNA. TNA did this five years ago. They also go. He also go. They are the first people to have female tag titles. Like WWE had female tag titles from I think it was 1981 to 1989. So you're wrong. Right. Well, there's that. Uh, there's also the fact that it's like, man, it is not about that. Right. I don't care who did what first. I don't care about who's doing what when. It's about equality. Yep. 
And that's what it's about. Yep. If, I don't know if these dates line up or whatever, but just bear with me. Women got the right to vote in like the 1920s. Right. right. So if the women got the right to vote in the 1920s, and let's just say in England or in Canada, they got the right to vote in 1910, right? When the women are out there celebrating this huge milestone, right. they've earned the right to vote. Should you go out in the streets and be like, pack it in, ladies, Canada beat you by 10 years. It's like, oh, you're right, they shouldn't be happy anymore, and this isn't a big deal for them. And they accomplished nothing, because Canada, the TNA of countries, (laughs) who literally owns TNA. Right, and I love love Canada, I'm kidding. I've been to Toronto, it's a beautiful city. But what I'm saying is, you don't, don't boost yourself up by bringing people down. Right. The women that got the right to vote should be happy for what they accomplished no matter who got what when. And the women of WWE should be damn proud of what they've done regardless if other people have got have got an opportunity to do it first. You're right. Sucks that WWE yeah. used to make them fall down in mud, but they don't anymore. Right. Why do you choose to focus on what they used to do and not that they've tried to change for the better? Do you not believe in second chances? Right. Do you not believe in, you know, is somebody just guilty forever? You know what I mean? They, yeah, it's it's absurd that that's the, been the mentality, and I'm just shocked that there's been so much negative backlash for it of, like, people that are just like, oh, you're terrible at this. And it's like, look, I, don't, I know I've brought him up several times in this show, and I, and I don't mean to do it, but it's like the lightning rod of WWE is Roman Reigns, right? Yeah. And the reason why he continues to be the lightning rod is because of shit like this, where it's like... You have an opportunity to go, hey, great job. You're listening to what we're doing. And instead, the fan base goes, oh, you're stupid. It makes such a difference that WWE goes out of their way to do something like this. And then, like, look, there are nitpicky things you can do with this thing. Yeah. Did it feel a little bit like Vince and Triple H and Stephanie were out there to kind of almost congratulate themselves while congratulating the women? A little bit. Some people said that it felt like they were pandering to the crowd and to the women and almost treating them like children, like, look at you, you'll learn how to ride a bike. Maybe a little bit. But hey, would you rather them be kind of out-of-touch dumbasses trying to do the right thing (laughs) or or kind of out-of-touch dumbasses continuing to do the wrong thing and knowing it? Right. You told them, you go, you're messing up. This is wrong. And they went, okay, let's try to fix it. Yeah, let's try. And you're just won't forgive them for right. what they used to do so why do you bother also, keep on going also just kind of because you're speaking about that because people b- ripped into him how come you didn't acknowledge tna in their division it's like are you for real they've never done what? that until they buy you what what co- company gives credit to another competitor let's flip, let's flip this let's flip the script did t- how many tna how many times did tna when they signed hulk hogan reflect in Talk about all the times he slammed Andre the Giant, or brought right. up his, brought up his big match with the Warrior, or or that know. time he at eighteen. Right? No, they didn't. They didn't do that. They didn't ask Vince if they could license the rights to the, the real the American high, highlight reel or anything like that. They never went like. I, to my knowledge, they never went like the man that main evented like fifty two out of thirty five WrestleManias, <laughs> yeah. Hulk Hogan. They. They didn't. Do, why, no. why didn't TNA do that? No. Isn't it rude of them to not acknowledge oh. WWE's oh, accomplishments? It's weird that when the Dudley Boys got there, that they just said that they were tag team champions all over the world, but they didn't say. Why would they let many... the Why would they let the New Age Outlaws be the Voodoo Kin Mafia when it was a VKM joke mocking Vince McMahon? Isn't that beneath them? Shouldn't we have more respect for rival promotions? Do you see how much of a jackass we sound like? Sound like a jive turkey sandwich <laughs> yeah. who doesn't understand how pro wrestling works? Right. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's like at what point would pepsi like be like and 
Coca-Cola has had Diet Coke no. for years. Right. It was like, why would Pepsi like have a commercial where they go, now don't get me wrong, Coca-Cola is older and better and more popular and in more stores and more globally recognized and worth more money, and a lot of people prefer it in taste tests, but also Pepsi, and end of commercial. <laughs> yeah. What a ridiculous ad and a stupid waste of your money. Right. That's not how wrestling works. They don't owe TNA credit where, like, Vince McMahon was never going to stand there and be like, and shout out to the knockouts. Like, that was never on the table, you goon. What are you talking about? Why would it be? Like, you just, I don't know, man. You sound like such a dork when yeah. you're just like, you sound like such a dork when you're like, how come Triple H didn't get out there and talk about knockouts knockdown? 2013. It's like, because of course he didn't. <laughs> yeah, right. like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Why do you just want to complain? Right. There are like 15 women on that stage almost in tears with what they accomplished and you're like, yeah, but, but WWE huh. sucks, am I right? But Gail Kim. Right, yeah, but we do, but we have but we have, we have yet to talk about Awesome Kong. And yeah. she worked in both companies. <laughs> this is an outrage. Yeah. You know what I mean? ODB. Like, right. It's like, <laughs> God almighty. Yeah. Velvet Sky is is marrying Bubba Dudley and he worked in both companies and we didn't even talk about it. And it's like, what a dork. You know what I mean? Like, honest to God, what yeah. kind of a nerd are you that you right. thought we were going to do that? <laughs> right. you know, and you're and this worked up about it that you went on the well, internet about it? Yeah. The Go only side. Uh, yes. Uh, the only companies that talk about it are not WWE. Those are the only... And TNA doesn't talk about other companies. It's just wild to me. that, And I get it. If you want to keep them in check and, and remind... And, and again, it's all about your tone, man. If you had gone like, this is awesome for WWE's women, but don't forget, TNA has been ahead of the curve the whole time. Even that makes my eyes roll. Well, yeah. But at least you're like happy for everybody. This is like no one should be happy for WWE's women because TNA did this first. Everybody stop being happy. And it's yeah. just like, you're Why? a nerd. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Ring of Honor just started a women's division last year. Exactly. And if you're not thrilled about this, by the way, and you're like, I don't have any interest in women's wrestling, certainly not a whole show, I'm not going to convince you that you're wrong. Maybe it's not for you. That's but if you're like, fine. If you're furious about it, yeah, with all the love in the world, you're acting like a real dork. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're being a real jive turkey sandwich. If you're a jive turkey sandwich, if you're so mad, can that you we need... can we make a jive turkey sandwich with like two olives, like through toothpicks that are the eyes, and it's saying like jive what, turkey. What's the Haps Daddy-O? Is that jive? Oh, it's uh, what's the watch Haps? Air, we can't do that. Let's watch Sam Roberts. Let's watch uh, Airplane. Uh, but that's all. If, if, even if you don't want to watch it, or you watch the pay per view, you go, I didn't enjoy that at all. I that's can't fine. make you change your mind on what you're watching. But if you're, like, so mad that you're like, oh, screw this whole thing. I got to go on the internet and let them know that this bugs me. Dude, like, just go out. Get a turtle or something. Get something that needs that your attention. You know what I mean? Get something that needs your love and that you need to love you back. Because there's not enough love in your life. If WWE evolution drives you up a wall, you know what I mean? And it, yeah. it, it, that, That's the mystery. Uh, <laughs> oh, very fun. When, Tied it back to the thing. When we come back, we've talked about a lot of women who participated once in NXT and were a very big deal in NXT. And we're going to talk about the new additions, some repackaged players that hope to be a very big part of NXT very soon. We're going to get some evaluations. We're going to tell you what we think about, yes, Donovan, Dominic. Dominic Dijakovic. We're going to tell you what we think about that as well. All sorts of fun stuff. And... By the time we get on the air, there might be a huge story to talk about. Breaking news! In the world of NXT, and so we will tell you all about that as well. The New Age Insiders will be right back. 
I'm retired business executive and seasoned dad, Jamie J. Murkowski. And I'm a rookie dad and local independent wrestler, Scotty Slade. And we're the hosts of For the Pops. We're the only podcast on the NAI Pop Network that has a mix of sports, wrestling, and pop culture all in under an hour. This is a place where two pops talk about the topics that interest us with a special guest in each episode. And we have a splash of pop culture information to help us survive in our world of wives, kids, and coworkers. And at the end of each episode, if that wasn't enough, Jamie tests both our guest and I on obscure pop culture facts, an exclusive segment called For the Pops Quiz. So don't miss For the Pops with Scotty Slade and me, Jamie J. Mikowski, only on the NAI Pop Network. You know, it's pretty crazy, but NAI Pod has now been downloaded on six continents and has thousands of weekly listeners. Yeah, step it up, Antarctica. Does that make us intercontinental champions? Kinda. But it also means NAI Pod is a great way to advertise your business, brand, or website. If you would like to advertise with the New Age Insiders, shoot us an email. NewAgeInsiders at gmail.com. Tap into a constantly growing audience, advertise with the New Age Insiders, and take your business to main event heights. Send your emails to NewAgeInsiders at gmail.com. That's NewAgeInsiders at gmail.com. You know the New Age Insiders Wrestling Show is the premier place for wrestling fans to connect, discuss, and to be heard. But what if we told you that there's also a show for fans of all kinds to do the same? That show is Late Night Liam. Show hosted by myself, Liam Stryker. And me, Bill Neville. Join us immediately following NAI Pod every Wednesday as we dive into pop culture, sports, current events, and more. Can't listen live? No worries. Late Night Liam can be downloaded on demand exclusively on the NAI Network channel. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, and all podcast platforms. Once again, join Late Night Liam live every Wednesday following NAI Pod. When you and fans of all kinds can connect, discuss, and be heard. Hey everybody, it's Rich Palladino, the voice of Chaotic Wrestling. I want to remind you to listen to the Let the Chaos Begin podcast right here on the NAI Pop Network. You will hear stories from the 18-year history of Chaotic Wrestling from the two guys that were there from day one. Myself and former Chaotic Wrestling owner, Jamie J. Mikowski. That is the Let the Chaos Begin podcast right here on the NAI Pop Network. Seriously, I don't even get to talk during this promo? Shut up, Jamie. Hey, neighborhood, your feedback and support goes a long way in helping NAI grow and provide the ultimate wrestling fan experience. That's right, and now there's even more ways to take part in the community. Just head to patreon.com today and search for New Age Insiders. Everyone is loving their rewards, and new exclusive content is coming all the time. And with plans starting as low as $2 a month, any support is appreciated and goes a long way towards enhancing the New Age Insiders experience. Once again, visit patreon.com, search New Age Insiders, and take advantage of the new rewards today. Let's get back to more of the New Age Insiders. Here's Jason Maltov, Liam Stryker, and Bill Neville. Uh, so there's a lot of debate as to who the best wrestler on the planet is. And somebody that I think people are sleeping on that at least deserves to be in the conversation is... Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, absolutely it's Tommaso Ciampa. And he is, we're just going to say it. It's now live. It's happened. It's not a spoiler anymore. If you don't watch TV, it's your fault. Tommaso Ciampa is the NXT champion. 
Um, he has beaten Alistair Black. That's breaking news. At a taping just happened minutes ago as we tape. We are live every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock on NewAgeInsiders.com for a reason. And that reason is because of things like this where we could talk about it really before anyone. Tommaso Ciampa is the NXT champion. We've known for a while now. I think a lot yeah, of people came might out have. last week. Um, but now we can talk about it. So let's talk about it. Uh, as you said, I think there's a huge debate right now as to who the best heel or who the best wrestler in the world is. Uh, we've talked about the usual suspects now for a while. I think the, the names that kind of fall more and more and more uh, are um, AJ Styles, Okada, Seth Rollins, which Omega. I want to be in the conversation, Omega, and Kota Ibushi. And then there's obviously people that come and go. In Austin the Aries. Yeah, sure, I guess. Um, but Tommaso Ciampa is incredible. And makes me feel like a kid again because I'm in this crowd of NXT fans and everybody knows the deal and the crowd's smart, but everybody just wants to play along and hate Ciampa so bad that he's getting away with whatever he wants. Yep. He's crushing it in terms of being a bad guy because all of the guys that we mentioned are good guys. Right, they're all positive, good guys. Like in terms of like their presentation, they're baby faces or protagonists. And Tommaso Ciampa is the only person on that list that's a bad guy, and it's part of why he's so good. Yep. It's part of why he is such a good bad guy. Um, what What do you think the reason is? Because one of the reasons I think it might be just because they like to do this kind of thing. Um, they did it to us. We were at um, NXT Lowell, and Samoa Joe pinned uh, Finn Balor, and no one saw that coming. That wasn't even an episode of, of, TV. of, of TV. That was the NXT equivalent of a house show. Um, right. And he won the title right there. Um, why did we do this on a TV taping? Why did we not do this at a takeover? Why did we do it when we did it in tonight and all that stuff? You know, I think that they fought, there's just more money in the Gargano Champa storyline. Um, so being a headliner for a pay per view, we yeah. have to just do it. Yeah. So you, I mean, you've headlined the last two. So here would be it's interesting that what I think Triple H has done brilliantly and a little subtly, but we we obviously know that Triple H is in charge. But I think this is maybe one of the things that isn't talked about out loud, even if people understand it. Is right. You'd think like, okay, traditionally, if it was the main roster and you had something this big that people were invested in this much, you'd be like, why wouldn't Ciampa win the title at SummerSlam and then Gargano builds and takes him off him at WrestleMania? Well, Brooklyn is, t- is NXT's WrestleMania. Right. SummerSlam weekend is their WrestleMania right. weekend. So Ciampa versus Gargano is going to main event in a weird way their WrestleMania their biggest show right because even though in theory SummerSlam should also overshadow it WrestleMania overshadows TakeOver weekend wherever right. they are right even if TakeOver's better right. and all yep. those things yep. it's Wrestle Flippin' Mania yeah right that's it, the reason we're here it's a lot easier for TakeOver to be the 1A attraction and feel like the lasting memory of a SummerSlam weekend right and so just something I wanted to point out. Yeah. The, the reason they did this is because, in their own way, this is their WrestleMania. Well, the other thing, too, is, is this makes you want to get... Like, maybe you're not invested in TNA. I mean, not TNA. In NXT after Chicago, yeah. right? You watched Chicago. You had a great time. It was a ton of fun. It was great, but you didn't watch the TV. Well, now you find out that there's a title change. Well, now i got to watch the title change. 
You know what I mean? Well, now I got to watch the TV. Well, maybe I'm sticking around more, right? It's giving you a reason to tune in. Sure. Not a reason to not watch. Now, this is something that I didn't expect to talk about tonight, but we're talking about Champa, so let's go with this. Here is the biggest fundamental problem it, it really we have in the system going right now is NXT is supposed to be a farm system, right? right? And traditionally, if you're a traditional sports fan, like three of us are big sports fans, right? And the sport with the most common, understood, or whatever, implemented farm system is definitely baseball. Yes. And in theory, what you were supposed to do is you were supposed to have two... You were supposed to have these young players for two reasons. An emergency call-up, oh my God, my second baseman went down, I literally need a body, so this kid's got to come up and play. Or... We are looking to develop a great young player, so our second baseman of the future is relatively cheap, and he's young, and yeah. you know, we build him up, and when we plug him in, the position improves. The problem with NXT right now is, what I would, rec- what I would tell you right now is I'd say, hey, Bill, hey, Liam, in a world where usually after you lose the NXT title, you go to the main roster sooner than later... Bobby Roode dropped the NXT title and never worked in NXT again, right? right? Uh, although there was an injury involved, Drew McIntyre dropped the NXT title and never worked in NXT again, right? right? And there's a lot to be said for Aleister Black potentially being talked about to move on. And I don't want him to at all. No. Because here's the problem. We talk about this with fans every single week, all the time. They're not happy with the creative direction of the people they already have. So if you just schlep Aleister Black onto SmackDown... What's he going to do? Or, God forbid, Raw right now, he is just going to be some dude, and he's going to go from a very, very big deal to some guy in the blink of an eye. So I just want to put that out there, that I don't think WWE is doing a great job transitioning their NXT stars right now. Nope. I am not optimistic for... Unfortunately, a lot of the bigger call-ups, including Aleister Black, yeah, because it's not like this. Posi- CN. It's not this position of need. CN's a great example. CN's not going to do anything. He's not doing he's anything sne- right now. He's sneaking out wins, and he's going to be in that tag thing with Rusev at SummerSlam. It'll yeah. be like him and Rusev at SummerSlam or something. I don't even know. Yeah, probably. But like that's the problem. Is like you look, and if you said, "Oh man, what SmackDown could really use," because why it's on Raw. So what SmackDown could really use is like a darker, brooding figure. Even Corbin's on Raw. So what they could use is like a darker kind of figure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Someone that kind of changes up the pace and is a baby face, but not he's a good guy, but not a fa- you know, baby kind of thing. Aleister Black could be great, but he won't be Aleister Black. I just, I'm going to be that pessimistic smart. Oh, be yeah. like, I think there'll be a poor well, transition there. Well, the thing is, is you've got to prove me wrong. Yeah. You got WWE, you've got to prove me wrong. I don't. What is next for Aleister Black then? I I think I don't think he's gone. I think he sticks around. Maybe he goes after uh, Adam Cole. Traditionally, we've really never had to figure out what to do with a former NXT champion, right? Because almost every former NXT champion has floated around the NXT title rematch picture and right. then gone away Correct. or won it back, like Joe and Nakamura did. Um, they're the only two-time NXT champions, right? Right. So what do we do with Aleister Black? Like, what do we do now? Are we ready to make NXT a promotion where he's a former champion but finds something else to do? Is he? Does he have to have a rematch with Tommaso Ciampa? Does he have a chance? What's the next few months look like for this guy? Yeah, I think I think we see maybe we see a rematch. That's more likely the main event of Takeover. Um, with SummerSlam weekend. I mean, yeah, SummerSlam weekend. That's just most likely. Most likely it because... I would hope it would be... the If we're going to do Gargano, I'd hope that we get it over with. 
Because if we're not going to do it to WrestleMania, I'm just I like that that Champa won on TV because, like you said, it keeps people guessing and all that stuff. But I'm a little surprised if there's not some sort of big to do with him and Gargano or something. Because I also don't know what to do with Johnny Gargano right now. Yeah, he has beaten Champa, and so he's definitely the number one contender. Well, the thing is, is he he beat him at WrestleMania in a match that didn't count. Yeah. And Ciampa beat him in a match that is sanctioned. Yeah, that did count. So yeah, You know they're going to cross paths again. Oh, yeah. Really quick before we go, though, now that we've got that breaking news out there, and talk about the new NXT champion, Tommaso Ciampa. Huge congratulations. Yeah. Um, it's going to be the Barb versus Bludgeon Brothers. I don't know what you're, what you're referring to. He's talking about the tag team thing. What tag team? There's a, on SmackDown. Oh. There's the t- four-way tag team, like, tournament thing. Okay. We watched it. The bar came out. They had soccer jerseys on. Okay. I don't remember disagreeing about anything related to that. I think that that person was talking about something completely different. Okay. Anyway, uh, so just be quick before we go, there are a few names um, that I want to talk to. <laughs> Literally talk about the names? Exactly. Um, there are three different camps and categories right now, so they make a lot of sense. We're going to start at the top because this is a guy that I think we're always going to be a little associated with, and I hope so, and I like that a lot, to be honest with you. But anytime. Dominic Dijakovic makes any kind of news. Yeah. People tend to hit us up and go like, hey, what do you think of your boy? And we are super psyched about with uh, everything that he's doing, and we stay in touch, and we're super happy for him. But the biggest thing is that's making news is he's gone from Donovan Dijak to Chris Dijak to Dominic Dijakovic. Yes. What do we, we haven't talked about it on the air. What do you think of the new name? I don't care. <laughs> I mean, if I'm being perfectly honest, I don't care because I think it's a good thing, if I'm actually being honest. Uh because if they're going to give him a name, that name feels like it's something. Dominic Dijak- Dominic Dijakovic feels like the the thing that WWE has always wanted, and that's a big, strong, scary foreign heel without the accent. Okay, then well, I don't hate it either. It doesn't bother me. His name doesn't bother. Me. Like, here's the thing. His name doesn't bother me. I think it's dumber. If I'm being honest, I think yeah. it's I think it's a downgrade. Um, I just love him so much and know how talented he is that it doesn't matter. I, I tweeted online jokingly, but I mean they could call him Sheldon Hoobastank, and it's like he's so damn good. Yeah. Just let him go out there and wrestle and be all the Sheldon Hoobastank he can be. Um, but it's weird because he look okay. So he looks like Ivan Drago. Right. He always has. And his ring gear in Ring of Honor was even Drago, which was red with gold trim and stuff. And I think he's embraced long ago that he looks like Ivan Drago and he knows it. So if he was going to be Dominic Dijakovic and some foreign heel and the the antagonist from another country or whatever, that's fine. But then they went out of their way to put, quote, USA in parentheses next to his name on the website. So he's not going to come out with some accent. He's not going to be a foreign (laughs) heel. That is good. Then why'd we do it? Right. Why did they look at him and go... So they could own it. Yeah. But I guess I just I understand, but here's the thing. So they could own it is one thing, but then why is Keith Lee Keith Lee? Why is Adam Cole Adam Cole? Why is AJ Styles AJ Styles? Because the difference with those people is they can't stamp them as theirs. Keith Lee, when they might that might change, right? Keith Lee, he's Ricochet hasn't. Yeah, but again, Ricochet's not theirs, right? Dominic uh, Donovan Dijak, while extremely talented and highly utilized in every promotion he went to, the one that mattered, he wasn't. 
right? Ring of Honor did not use him to the most of his ability. Sure. And they botched using Chris Dijak, and so he didn't become the mainstream, like, mainstream indie pop, you know. He had to do that in, like, Bola and Progress and stuff. Right. But even then, that's that tier right below those Ring of Honor indie fans, right? Like, that's that's like a deeper dive. This is Inception. This is, like, the third level of fandom, right? So you're, like, really getting in there. Whereas, like, Adam Cole... You're a casual fan. You know who Adam Cole is. I get that. I you just, know the thing. Like again, it doesn't bug me, and it doesn't make me go like, "Oh, he's doomed." Like there are people tweeting him online that are like, "Oh, he's doomed now." It's like, no, he's not. He's not doomed because, as dumb as this might sound, because of where they landed, they care about him so much they thought about what his name was. Right. You know what I mean? And if the answer is what you think, which is that they're they want to stamp him as theirs well that means they like him enough to want to stamp him as theirs right those are all good things do i wish they didn't do i wish they just made him die jack because i think it's a much cooler name and no one no little kid's gonna be able to spell Dijakovic. you know what i mean yeah that's gonna be the tough thing is it's just it's so tough to spell and say that, that i you know but if a guy like you know i don't know funny names succeed in the business it's not about that it's just I liked his name so much. And I think he's just perfect as just Dijak. It's just a cool name. It's a one name. But it won't derail him if they don't want it to. No. Because here's the thing. He would have been way worse off if his real name was Dominic Dijakovic. And they looked at him and they went, that's too long and too lame and no. Yeah. They actually think it's a good name because they're schlepping him with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? This right. reeks of William Regal. <laughs> yes, it does. With hashtag Oni Lorcan. Yeah. This reeks of friend William. of. Uh, I can guest feel him who... staring at you right now. <laughs> I know he's getting out those nuts. Friend of our guest that appeared before the show, uh, Progress Jim Smallman. Jim, Jim Smallman, Smallman, exactly. And I, it doesn't make me panic, but it's a downgrade for him. I'm not going to pretend it's not. But he's so good that Dominic Jajakovic can be the man if he wants to be right. the, the man. Um, really quick, the two other names that are you know involved with NXT buzz right now. Keith Lee has signed, right? Yes. So we got Dijak on one level who is signed and working. We have Keith Lee who has signed but hasn't made like a TV debut, I don't think. Yet. Right. Has he made a TV? I don't no. think he's made a no. TV debut. No. So let's talk about Keith Lee. Do you think Keith Lee will succeed in this company? Will they try to change him? Will they try to make him a different guy? You know, it's funny because I think that he does succeed in this company. I think he's far more likable. Um, the person that I immediately kind of think about is Willie Mack. And I remember way back in the day when Willie Mack came here, I was like, Willie Mack, they're not going to let Willie Mack dive over the top rope and do flips and stuff. And that's half of Willie Mack's appeal, right? That he's that big and he can do that. And he can do that. And they're not going to let him do it. So, yeah, he's not going to succeed here. But the flip side is all of the stuff that makes Keith Lee Keith Lee yeah, they'll let him do, you know, which is which is a lot of power. He's strong as hell. That's yeah. that's kind of his whole thing is he's he's very strong and he hits I, these big sky high power bombs. Right. And stuff. You know, he's big and it's sweeping and it's impressive. The it's power. All, it's all those spots where they land and they both bounce. Yeah. He right. Slam just so hard. They both just they, right. You'd swear there was a spring under there when I promise you swear to God there isn't. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so it's like this is he is far more closer and this is going to be a throwback for some you so get ready to pop this is far more goo what they wanted goon magoof to be Ooh, 
you know, what they wanted Bull Dempsey to be, where it's like, you're this old school bruiser that's going to come in here and you're like Big John Stud. I hope he's... Or Vader. I hope he's gets to be bigger Kevin Owens, where he's just like, I'm big and strong and powerful, and that's my MO. But look, I can do some top rope stuff too, and it's pretty cool, and I'm good at it, and it's not that dangerous, yeah. and I can do it. Uh, I think Keith Lee will succeed as obvious. This is going to sound so obvious, but let me say it anyway. He'll succeed if they want him to, because yeah. he's good enough to, and he's going to be popular enough to. It's just a matter if they're going to look at his untraditional body type right. and get behind him, because they haven't got behind Ono, mostly because of his untraditional body type. See, uh, and this is, it's different. It's different mostly because Ono, it was just making too much money, and Ono doesn't want to be there, and they don't really want him. Uh-huh. That's that's Cassius Ono, where I think that they want they want Keith Lee. Okay, um, I would love to see Keith Lee you know, be part of that new revamping because if if and it, there was a really amazing period as an NXT fan, where if you went to the sh- uh, show at NXT show for like seriously like a year, you could count on that experience containing Finn Balor, Oscar. And Samoa Joe, right? And then there were other players here and there, yeah, but like depending there, on when. But there was a good stretch where like NXT had these people you could this core that you could rely on. It didn't filter around in and out nearly as much, right? Right. And if there can be this new core that's Alistair Black, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Do- Adam Cole, Dominic Dijakovic, and Keith Lee, uh, Ricochet, Rico- and of course, yeah, Ricochet, <laughs> Velveteen Dream. Yeah. If Velveteen Dream can be everything Tyler Breeze should have wound up being in that promotion, yep, amazing. Because Velveteen Dream should be a future NXT champion. Because you're the kind of guy that needs to be the NXT champion. Yeah, who doesn't know Tommy End is ready for the big time? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Aleister Black being the NXT champion was a lot of fun, but we didn't need it. It's not the spirit of the belt. Shinsuke Nakamura was the minor league champion. Are you for real? Yeah, you, you, right. you know what I mean? He was a two-time minor, minor league champion. Samoa Joe. Yeah, exactly. It's like the, we don't need to do that. Velveteen Dream's the kind of guy where it's like, what does he look like, and with a title on in front of fifty thousand people, WrestleMania weekend. What yeah. does that look like? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? We don't know that. We need to know what that... That's he. That's, Velveteen Dream is the kind of guy yeah, you that need, should hold yes. that championship. Yes. Ciampa's a good guy to hold that championship, too, because I think this is his first major world, cha- world it is. title. It is. Or the, whatever the, the hell it is. The biggest title that he ever held was the TV title for, for Ring of Honor. Exactly. When he was the psycho killer. Um, I hope that Keith Lee does gets an opportunity to do well, because... My big fear now with Finn Balor, and I'm shaking in my boots, is that he's in a little kid's house, and he's little, and he's been little now for a month, and it scares me to my boots. Even though he beat Baron Corbin, he's still little, and it scares me to my core. I just hope Keith Lee's not fat, because if Keith Lee's fat, then he's going to fail, because they're just going to make fun of him the whole time, and I hope it's more like, I can't believe what he can do with that size, like Kevin Owens, than it is about him being, because he's also, we've had him on this show, we had him on the show like six months ago or whatever. He's very flamboyant. The Bask in My Glory stuff. He's yeah. He's a showman, right? And he's a Dragon Ball Z fan. So don't make him overly silly. You yeah. know what I mean. And don't make him fat. Yes. You know, let him just be impressive because he should go in there and smash bodies. Yeah, dude's awesome. And finally, we've talked about somebody who is working for NXT. We've talked about somebody who will soon be on NXT TV. Let's talk about somebody who is heavily rumored to soon be joining NXT, yeah. which is the Shoeless Wonder, the Stoner, the Stoner Cold Stunner. <laughs> Yep. Is that we, we're gonna call him that the yeah, stoner, stoner cold, the, the stoner cold stunner. stunner. Sure, Matt Riddle. 
Yeah. Um, do you think Matt Riddle will do well in NXT? Why or why not? What are your hopes, expectations? All yeah, that man, stuff? Matt Riddle will do good. Uh, the question is, is can Matt Riddle take direction? And I don't know if he can. Okay. Um, part of the whole thing with Matt Riddle is a lot of what is a lot of what you talk about when you talk about somebody like Ronda Rousey, right? He is a premier MMA fighter. Like he's very, very good. Well, he's already a great pro wrestler, and he's, he's a well, finished wrestling right, product, though. Right. Well, and that's the thing. And so he's already a great independent wrestler. Yep. And he's a great MMA fighter. Can he put those two together to become a WWE wrestler? Right. And there's a lot more strings that come with that. Yep. Than the other two. The the only thing I would say, and you're right, but the only thing I would say that's working in his favor is. They tend to, when you're when you say like, can he be a WWE superstar? They tend to pull you back a little bit. They tend right. to ask you to go from ten all the time to like seven all the time. Right. His thing will be: Will he connect with the crowd? Will he just be a ripoff RVD? Right. Will you know what well, do they want see, him the, to be? And the thing is, is that I think if he, he would hit with that bar stool crowd. Sure. And if they wanted to, they that's the guy. And I don't know I know it's Mojo Raleigh. I was just gonna say he's boy. E- he is everything they've always wanted Zack Ryder and Mojo Raleigh right. to be. That's right. that's who they wanted. And so it's like having Rob Gronkowski be his tag team partner at next year's WrestleMania sure. is Everything that WWE wants. What will he do and, in NXT? What will we do in WWE? Will so work? W, I think if he comes into NXT, uh, you know, I think that he uh, makes an immediate impact. I think that he's very hard hitting and he works in a style with his knees and his strikes. That is a lot of what people like about Kenny Omega. Sure. And so I he think can, he's stiff. He's, he is. He'll, he'll, he reworks tough. Yeah. And so I think people are going to see that. And they're going to really like it. And then I think it's going to be a big love-hate relationship from the fan base. I think it's going to be partially, oh, my God, I love this guy, to partially like, oh, my God, I can't stand this guy. Like Mojo Rawley. But way better. So, Oh, he's much better than Mojo Rawley. So Brandon Banks, and this brings up something that was worth talking about, is can he stay clean is what Brandon asks. Well, here's the thing about... Uh, him and the reason it's well known right he's a huge pothead right he's a yes. huge stoner it's the reason why he hasn't been here before and so here's what i know now i had don't i don't know if i ever brought this up um it was two summers ago now i had lunch with cody Rhodes. oh okay. uh, from the leader of the bullet club now I had uh, lunch well, with him. I don't know if he's the leader of the Bullet Club. Uh, I think he's at least co-leader. Though. I mean, yeah. I, I think I think he's a high-ranking official. Yeah, I think <laughs> that that's the best way to. Okay. They've kind of sorted that out. I mean, Tom, Tomatonga has a problem with it. Yeah. Well, he's the leader of the Wolf Pack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, there's the Bullet Club Red. Yeah. Um, and I had lunch with Cody Rhodes. He was at the time he was the Ring of Honor World Champion, and yes. we were just at Panera catching yeah. up, talking. Wow. It was great. The life you live. He it. he bought me an orange lemonade. Oh, there it is. Wow. Yep. It was uh, it was very good. It was... Um, if we see him at all in, can you do me a favor? Uh huh. Can you buy him an orange lemonade? I'd love to. I bought him a coffee. I bought see. I bought him a coffee in the morning when I picked him up from the airport. Yeah. And then he bought me an orange lemonade for lunch as oh. kind of like, hey man, thanks for buying me a coffee. I'm rich and you're not. That's how it felt. <laughs> and um, sure. So what Cody Rhodes told me, the reason I bring this up, is what Cody Rhodes told me is... You've never told me this story. I'm yeah, really, I can't believe yeah. that never came up before. I don't like to brag. Um, 
the reason I bring that up is because Cody Rhodes told me that there's something in wrestling called the tax. And the majority of the locker room smokes weed. They do yeah. it for pain management, to be able to eat, just to live life. And yeah. everybody, everybody likes weed. Uh, don't, yes. Not Jordan Kelly. Don't do it. But everybody else, right? And so, and what he told me was, and I'm not going to go through the entire yes, list. They of also names. live in Massachusetts. It's going to be legal in the next year. That's true. Um, and I told, uh, uh, he told me a whole list of people in WWE that smoke weed. I'm not going to name everybody, but I, what I will tell you is, he said that he has never met two people that smoke more weed than Lana and Rusev. Yeah, of which course. is a really funny story. And all, he also told me that the stories are, if you believe that, if you just think that Rusev follows Lana around like a little puppy dog who loves his wife and never wants to let her go. If you think that's what that guy is, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was told by Cody Rhodes. But anyway, the point is, is that they all do it. Yeah. And WWE knows it. They rarely test you for it. If they get you, it's a fine. They move on and they try to kind of let you know right. it's coming because they don't care. Right. So all Riddle needs to do is stop smoking for a month, drink some cranberry juice, pass one test, get in, and then Go pay the tax like everybody in that roster does all the time. Yeah, right. That's how it works. Right. That's at least from Cody Rhodes, the Ring of Honor champion, purchaser of Orange Lemonades. So if he can, <laughs> pa- time. He's if he can pass one remember. test and not be a dumbass, yeah. right, like Van Dam was. Yeah, because that's the thing. What screwed Van Dam over was he got arrested. It's a dumbass. And I love Rob Van Dam, right? Right. But what a dumbass. I've been in a car with Rob Van Dam while we s- imbibed. And talked about that night and how foolish he feels because it cost him so much money. Yeah. So don't be dumb, right? And so, you'll be fine. So much money. Uh, that's can, all Rob Van Dam cares yeah, about. That's all he cares about is the money. And he, don't be dumb. If Riddle goes yeah. and is not stupid, Riddle, he'll do fine. He'll be a North American champion kind of guy for them. He'll do fine on the main oh, he'll roster. He'll be an NXT champion for them. You think so? Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, he was the... It's a good There's a decent line forming for that title. Yeah, but he... I. He, he has star-making potential. He's got star-making potential. You're a little higher on Riddle than I am. I know. I, I, I like him. He's, he's fun. I've seen Matt Riddle live at least five times. And he's fun, and the crowd's yeah. into it. I'm not, there's nothing, i got nothing yeah. against Matt Riddle, but I don't think he's a mega star. I because th- I think I well, I'm saying NXT. There's no promises on the main roster. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Because you know, people liked Van Damme a lot, but Van Damme was, pro- was also... Um, People don't remember in 1997, Rob Van Dam had a lot more range and freedom to be all he really was than Matt Riddle's going to ever have on his company. Right. So we'll see. Uh, really quick before we sign up, Dominic Dijakovic, Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, who will have the most NXT success? Uh, Dominic Dijakovic. Who will have the most main roster success? Probably Matt Riddle. Oof. Okay. Keith I ho- Lee. I'm going to flip it around and say Riddle will have the most NXT success and Dijakovic will have the most main roster success. Yeah. That's what I hope for anyway. I think it's possible because Dijak has the one thing you can't you can't teach. I heard that before. Size. Uh, and we just love him. And uh, whether his name is Donovan Dijakovic, Sheldon Hoobastank, or Chris Dijak, I just want him to do well. So we'll see what happens. The next time you'll hear from us is on Patreon. You should be a Patreon. Yeah. Go to patreon.com, New Age Insiders. NewAgeInsiders.com, you can sign up right there. We're going to be talking about all sorts of fun stuff, and we're going to be recording Be Heard, the handcrafted show from yes. the Patreons. People have been banging down the door being like, when yeah. are you doing it? We're doing it. We're doing it tonight. Stay tuned for that. Are you doing yes. Late Night, Liam? Well, we can if we're going to do two Patreon shows. Okay, so just enjoy what we're doing. Be Go a Patreon. Patreon to hear us next. That's what you got to do. Patreon.com slash NewAgeInsiders. Thank you all for the support. Thank you all for tuning in. 
Make sure you tell your friends. If you like what you heard, tell your friends. Recommend. Like, comment, subscribe. Thumbs and stars and all yeah. that great stuff. My name has been Jason Malt. I'm Liam Strager. And I'm Bill Neville. We are the New Age Insiders. You can find us on Twitter, and please do. We are at New Age Insiders at Liam NAI at Bill Neville NAI, the website where you can become a Patreon, find out everything we're doing as we head towards All In in Chicago for an amazing weekend is on NewAgeInsiders.com. Thank you for making us the premier place for wrestling fans to connect, discuss, and to be heard. We out. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.